Welcome, friends, to this special Saturday devotional podcast. This podcast is produced by St. Andrew United Methodist Church. St. Andrew UMC is an inclusive and affirming congregation located in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Find out more about our worship services and other offerings by connecting to our webpage, which is listed in the description of today's podcast. For our devotional theme today, we will contemplate a friend to souls. A reading from the Psalter, Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his benefits, who forgives all your inequity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works vindication and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always accuse, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our inequities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. So far as the east is from the west, so far he removes our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. For he knows how we were made. He remembers that we are dust. As for mortals, their days are like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, obedient to his spoken word. Bless the Lord, all his host, his ministers that do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Almighty God, you who are the source of our life, strength, and ministry, in your presence alone we find help, hope, and life. Send us from this hour as a healing, 
reminder of your love to all whose lives we touch this day. We offer our prayers in the name of Christ. Amen. A reading from the New Testament, Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 1, and verses 4 through 9. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Friends, our devotional reading today is taken from a selection entitled Living Prayer by Anthony Bloom. Inner silence is absence of any sort of inward stirring of thought or emotion, but it is complete alertness, openness to God. We must keep complete silence when we can, but never allow it to degenerate into simple contentment. To prevent this, the great writers of orthodoxy warn us to never abandon completely the normal forms of prayer, because even those who reached this contemplative silence found it necessary, whenever they were in danger of spiritual slackness, to reintroduce words of prayer until prayer had renewed silence. The Greek fathers set this silence, which they called hesychia, both as the starting point and the final achievement of a life of prayer. Silence is the state in which all the powers of the soul and all the faculties of the body are completely at peace, quiet and recollected, perfectly alert, yet free from any turmoil or agitation. A simile we find in many writings of the Fathers is that of the waters of a pond. As long as there are ripples on the surface, nothing can be reflected properly, neither the trees nor the sky. When the surface is quiet, still, the sky is perfectly reflected, the trees on the bank, and everything there as distinct as in reality. 
another simile of the same sort used by the fathers, is that as long as the mud, which is at the bottom of the pond, has not settled, the water is not clear and one can see nothing through it. These two analogies apply to the state of the human heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. As long as the mud is in motion in the water, there is no clear vision through it. And again, as long as the surface is covered with ripples, there can be no adequate reflection of what surrounds the pond. As long as the soul is not still, there can be no vision. But when stillness has brought us into the presence of God, then another sort of silence, much more absolute, intervenes. The silence of a soul that is not only still and recollected, but which is overawed in an act of worship by God's presence. A silence in which, as Julian of Norwich puts it, prayer wanteth the soul to God. Friends, thank you for your presence during this moment of devotion. Go forth into the world knowing and believing that you belong and that you are loved. May our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Creator, who loved us and through grace gave us unfailing courage and a firm hope, encourage you and strengthen you to always do and say what is good. Amen. Thank you.